It's time for CE Sports with your host, Christian Esparza. Welcome back to CE Sports. As always, I'm Christian Esparza. I got my guy Parker Haney with me as always. And uh, just super excited to be back in the booth today. Last week was awesome. We did uh, the NFC Power Rankings, and today we're just going to hit you with AFC. But before we get going, Parker, is there anything you want to start off with before, or do you just want to get rolling? Go Vikings. Go Vikings. (laughs) Barely beat the winless Lions. Made Dan (laughs) Campbell cry. (laughs) It literally made me sick. You know what made when me we sick? Fumbled, when we fumbled that ball, like, I literally, like, had a knot in my stomach. Yeah. Mike Zimmer would have been fired. Oh, yeah. He would have been the first the coach fired. And what made me sick is I had, I put $2 down on a parlay that would have netted me $166. And part of that was the Lions winning. <laughs> I yeah, think, but nothing else hit. I think part of it was also the Broncos winning. Yeah. And that didn't work. They got blown out. But they lost by eight points. Yeah. It's a blowout. Anyways. More than uh, a touchdown in the NFL is a blowout. Vikings are now two and three or three and two? Two and three. Two and three. So that's good. They're the best two and three team. They are. Ooh, maybe not. The Chiefs are two and three. Are they? They are. Yeah. So you're right. Maybe the Vikings aren't the best two and three team. In the NFC. Well, definitely in the NFC. So, if you don't remember, in case you forgot, instead of just ranking these guys, you know, 1 through 16 or 1 through 32, I like to separate them just into tiers based on, you know, their talent level and stuff like that. Um, I, did a, I did an article in the preseason in the summer where I did this already. So, what we're doing is we're going through and kind of just updating the rankings that I already had. So just to start things off, I mean, tier one are my contenders. So these are, they have elite quarterback play, minor roster questions, and an excellent coach or front office. Right off the bat, and this was the general thought going into this year, um, I put the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills here over the summer. And I think after last night's game, only one of these teams deserves a spot in tier one, and that would be the Buffalo Bills. They just... Their defense is so good. They lead the league in turnovers. They lead the league in points allowed. They're up there in yards allowed. They're they're so good. Probably the best defense in the NFL through five weeks. On top of that, their offense has really turned it on recently. Josh Allen played out of his mind last night. The Bills are on a roll. They're tier one. Uh, What do you you think about that? They... They literally look like they're playing like a different level of football than everybody else, and it's wild. Yeah. And I think people really started to see it, and it's it's hard, right? Because people were having their doubts after the Chiefs' like slow start, you know. Yeah. So people were already like kind of questioning it. But it's not like the Chiefs had a super easy schedule; like they were pretty banged up. They played some pretty good teams already. Anyway, I think that people just like really like started to see it and understand how good this Bills team was with the way that they just manhandled the Chiefs. Well, on top People of were that. Like, it, like I was saying, it, it kind of looks like the way that the Chiefs treated everybody else the last three years, yeah. right? Like It's true. It didn't matter what anybody else did. 
the Chiefs are just going to score more points. Like, and now the, the Bills have a more lethal defense. Right, and that's one thing that Kansas City has not had. And I'll, I'll talk more about them, but this Bills defense is just, they're stellar. I mean, they had two shutouts over really the first four weeks. Most teams don't even get one shutout in a season. The Bills put up two. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it back was to back, right? Miami and uh, I think, I don't think it was back to back. It was uh, week two and week four. But and, I mean, regardless, yeah, a shutout yeah. in the NFL is a shutout. And to have two of them in the span of three weeks is ridiculous. So Bills are on a different level than anybody else. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes and the, the Kansas City Chiefs, they really struggled last night, like you said. And, you know, whether it was Mahomes, whether it was whatever, the, that's not their biggest issue. The issue is the defense. And their defense has gone from good the year they won the Super Bowl to average last year to bad this year, over yeah. the past three years. Yeah. And it's, it's clear that that is what's holding them back. I mean, this has been a storyline... I mean, since, like, week one or week two. Like, they're, they're, this defense is just bad. And I think because of that, I'm going to drop them not only to Tier 2, but all the way to Tier 3, just because their defense is awful. They have a wow. losing record right now because of their defense. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes. I know, and this is the thing that's crazy, is I was, you know, the conductor of the Patrick Mahomes train last of, week. Yeah, of not hopping off of him. Yeah, I mean, and that's... There are a lot of people, I mean, I saw this morning again, oh, Patrick Mahomes has been figured out. Uh, if you can rush the quarterback with only four, then you're gonna, your defense is going to do good. Yeah, no, duh. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole goal. If you, yeah. can, if you can create pressure with only four rushers and drop seven people in the coverage, that speaks more to your defense than to yeah. what well, he's not. He's, he's Patrick Mahomes. He's not Jesus. Like, yeah. It's not like he was just going to continue this historic run that he was on for his entire career. Right. Like, eventually, he was going to slide. And, yeah, he's had six picks through five games, or five picks through six games, whatever. Like, and, yeah, it's kind of unprecedented. But well, the numbers that he was putting up in his first three years were what was more unprecedented, right? Like, yeah. this is what it probably should have been like. If you think that he's not a top five quarterback, you just you're clowning yourself. Well, and the thing is, is like even Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, has had bad games before. Yeah. The quarterback can have a bad game without being awful. They can have a bad game and still be elite. Yeah. And I mean so, it's hard, right? Because that's what the media is supposed to do. When yeah. somebody has a bad game, the media is supposed to pick them apart and tell them right. that they suck and and then have a hot take and that's what gets you clicks and views and likes. And so I get it, but you're you're. <laughs> you're yeah. just clowning yourself if you think that he's not a top five quarterback. It's so, not like he just changed overnight. It's not like in the offseason yeah. he got worse, right? Like he's still the same guy who was doing all of those incredible things that all of us were dropping our jaws for. You know? Yeah. Um, I think the other thing, it's not as big of an issue as the defense, but it's an issue is their run game. Um, it's not very supplemental to their passing game. Uh, the last thing you want to do is become a one-dimensional offense. I think with Patrick Mahomes, he can still make it work, but I, I don't think they can be any higher than Tier 3 with a crappy defense and a non-existent ground game. So Tier 3 for the Chiefs. On tier which is two, what? Which is what? What is Tier 3? Tier 3 is teams with concerns. Okay. So for Tier 2, these are my guys that are right there. They are still elite but they have roster questions that could hold them back. 
I whipped on this one in the offseason. <laughs> so first, I had the Cleveland Browns and then the Indianapolis Colts. And so let's talk about the Browns first. They've been a good football team so far, but not great. They are sitting at 3-2, and two, but then you look a little closer. Their three wins have come against the Bears, who are a bad team, the Texans, who are a bad team, and then the Vikings, who are a wild-card playoff-caliber team. Um, I dropped them to Tier 3 just because I don't think Baker can hang with the top quarterbacks that are in this AFC. He doesn't have to. Uh I beg to differ. I, I mean, Why do you need to when you can rush for 350 yards a game? Yeah, but the thing is, you're telling me that, you know, you're going to have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert, and you think Baker can win games against those guys? Uh, well, I think their defense can. I don't I think, think Baker needs I to. I think their defense can as well, but I, I just don't know right now. I think. Well, what are you, why? Because, say it. Because the Chargers just hung forty-seven on. No, them. the Chargers did just hang forty-seven. Yeah, so yeah. say that the Chargers should be in tier one. <laughs> we'll talk about the Chargers. <laughs> I'm just trying to Chargers. get you to admit that the Chargers are good. The Chargers by are telling you that the Browns are good. No, the Browns are good, and the Browns are going to make the playoffs. You don't the think they should is, at least be tier two? No. Yeah, but what you're saying is they're right there. They have roster questions, so your only roster question is Baker. So they can still be right there. And with how good their defense is and with the dual threat running back of right. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, it is, it's effortless. Yeah. Trust me, I've watched every game because I have I $50 on the Browns <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. I've watched every game, and they are they're good. No, they're a dang good football team, I agree. The only thing is I just I don't know how far you can get in the playoffs with a ground game and a defense. You need to have some sort of attack through the air. And that's just True. my biggest thing right now is the way the NFL is. I mean, maybe the Browns are going to be the ones that change that. No. But Could you imagine saying what you just said 20 years ago? Right. You're like, <laughs> you're not going to deal it with a ground game and a good defense. <laughs> it's been the blueprint for the last 70 years. Well, that's what's crazy. No, but it's totally changing, right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes changed it. Tom Brady changed it. Drew Brees changed it, right? Like, right. It's no longer ground game and defense. Now it's... An air raid attack and red zone defense. That's yeah, all you need. Red zone defense is the biggest thing, and I don't have stats pulled up, but I mean. Well, like, you're not going to stop anybody. People right. are too smart. Quarterbacks are too good. Wide receivers are too fast. You're not going to get stops. Right. What you have to focus on is turning can, touchdowns into field goals. That's you all you need. Can you hang? And so the Browns, just my last point with them, their receiving core is subpar right now. Yeah. I mean, OBJ is not looking like himself. <laughs> Injured. When he dropped that ball, I legit like got sad because like <laughs> I just want him to succeed because I saw a tweet that said uh, OBJ getting a two hundred dollar haircut and buying a thousand dollars in cleats before every single game only to catch two passes for twenty yards. Yeah, no, but so, I, I do think a big part of that though is is Baker and Odell not being like yeah not, not having what enough they were reps to be well just not having enough reps together right like. Yeah. You saw Baker and Jarvis struggle at the beginning, too. And then as the season went on, Baker and Jarvis really got something going. And, like, Baker and Odell just don't have those reps together yet. Like, yeah. it's like the ball's late or, like, Odell, like, I don't know, isn't expecting the ball to be where it is. I don't know. I'm I'm still holding out hope. I, I really do like the Browns. And I did, I mean, I put money on them to beat the Chiefs in week one. Um, they're definitely a top five team in the AFC. 
uh, top three or four is probably where it gets a little muddy. Are yeah. they better than the Chiefs? Are they better than the Ravens? I don't think so. So that's why I have that. Do you remember that Brown-Ravens game last year? Yeah, that was Holy insane. Smokes. That was when Lamar Jackson had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that freaking game was unbelievable. That was Those AFC North games are legit. So, But plays into your point, right? Like right. when it came down to it, Lamar kind of just Lamar. yeah Lamar just kind of proved he was a little better. So now I just brought up top five teams in the AFC. I didn't mention the Chargers. Are the Browns better than the Chargers? We just saw yesterday. Yeah, we just saw it. So to anyways, be fair, I kind of wow, gosh, I don't it know. could have gone either way. It kind of just came down to whoever had the ball last. Yeah, but Browns had a chance to put it away and didn't. So so on to my big whiff. Um, I put the Colts in tier two, <laughs> and I. I don't know, man. I already talked about it. I mean, last year in the playoffs, they just they looked so good against the Bills, and they were this close to beating that Bills team. And it's like if they had a quarterback who was a little more mobile, had a little bit of a bigger arm than Phillip Rivers, they probably could have beat the Bills. Yeah. But so far, I mean, Quentin Nelson's been injured. T.Y. Hilton's injured. Their defense has just taken a big step back from last year. Like, these guys just, they're not what I thought it was going to be. Carson Wentz isn't bad he's not working out great so there yeah I, I blame most of this on injuries i think yeah. that the, i think that the colts like biggest um i guess my favorite part about the colts last year and why they had so much success was because they were just like gritty yeah they were They're just gonna be the nasty team and similar like, to the browns they just have that that dog feel to them like, yeah they just, like naheem hines and and jonathan taylor were just gonna like just hit you all the time and just get five, six yards after contact Those all the Wisconsin time. running backs are tough. Yeah, and it just felt like they were just kind of running you over and just wearing you down. And now, like, they're just hurt, and it's hard for them to be aggressive. And you're yeah. right, their defense kind of took a step back. And, yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit disappointed in the Colts. So down to Tier 4 for Indy. Uh, tier 3, these are my teams with concerns. So in the description I have, they could make a deep playoff run. But they have major questions. Uh, over the summer, I threw the Steelers, Titans, and Ravens here because I honestly wasn't sure if any of these teams would be able to make the playoffs just because the AFC is very top-heavy right now. Um, the Ravens, though, so far they've proven all the doubters, including me, wrong, and they might be the second-best team in the AFC. They, are, like, they have come out and won games that they should not have. And Lamar Jackson right now this season is proving to everybody else that you know hey i i can throw the ball and you know maybe maybe they're not top two but they are definitely top top five for sure i'd put the ravens over the browns any day so for that i'm gonna move them up to tier two um when we talked about our our record predictions we thought they were gonna flop because like all five of their running backs (laughs) were they had to pick up dudes off the streets uh that hasn't changed a thing for this team. Yeah. Very good. Series. And I guess that's what happens when you have when you have when the most important running back on your team is still there, right? So now it's like you're just using you Lamar, Lamar Jackson a running back. <laughs> you're using Lamar Jackson as essentially a running back, right? No, because I every every time you do the the zone read, it's like yeah. now say this other quote unquote running back say that he's now the quarterback that makes sense right like yeah. you still don't know who to stay with because Lamar Jackson is so lethal in in all forms but yeah I think 
he's proven that he's more than just, you know, guy that can run the ball, which people labeled that, labeled him with that, obviously, over his first few years. Uh, even though he won MVP, uh, did all that stuff, he was labeled as a one-trick pony, but I think the biggest thing this year is he's come out and thrown the ball. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, a big thing... A big thing for me is, yes, he's come out and he's been slinging the ball. He just needs dudes that can catch the ball. Yeah. Right? Like when Hollywood Brown is catching the ball, they're lethal, dude. They're they're literally like a different version of, of Pat and Tyree. That's yeah. how fast Hollywood Brown is. But Hollywood Brown just needs to be able to catch the ball more consistently. Mark Andrews obviously is stud, but, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited for this game against the Colts, if I'm being honest. Really? I think – Week four and five are, in my opinion, are when we really see what the team is made of. We kind of talked about it a little bit last week where the first three weeks are just another preseason, are just more preseason games. Yeah, like right? teams we, getting used to the speed. And yeah, stuff. getting used to the speed, the, the you know, all, everything that comes with the NFL. So I'm excited for this game because, I, one, I guess I'm hoping that the Colts can come out and, and be the nitty-gritty you know, Colts that we've seen, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, and that Chargers game in week that's six. That's what I'm is saying. Awesome. That's what I'm looking forward to is next Sunday at 11 a.m. Chargers Ravens. That game should be flexed in the prime time because that would be some good stuff. But anyways, on to the Steelers. Um, they have a good defense and sometimes explosive offense to pair with it, but Big Ben has just been incredibly inconsistent. Um, of course, he had his best game of the year against Denver yesterday. He came out looking like he was 25 again. But even then, I mean, he left the game, like, literally hobbling. Like, he was beat up. Um, I'm just going to drop them down to Tier 4. I mean, Juju is out for the year. Their offensive line sucks. I will say this. Najee Harris is that guy. Told you. He, I haven't, I have him in fantasy, and lots of people on Twitter were like, oh, Najee Harris plays the Broncos this, this week. I'm, I'm mentioning him. I was like, no, dude. He, like, it was such a stark night and day difference when they had Benny Snell or Kalen Delage on the field yeah. versus Najee Harris. Like, I think he's Derrick Henry 2.0. And he can he's catch so better. good. He can catch better than Derrick Henry. I told you. You remember on the first yeah. podcast, I, I mean, said he's going never... to be the best rookie but, yeah. that comes in. I, I don't I think guess I most ever important. really disagreed, but, like, he has just. Lots of people give criticism for drafting a running back in the first round but I think for the Steelers and maybe he wouldn't have worked out anywhere else but like him being on the Steelers is a perfect match and it's worked yeah. out just fine for yeah so I, yeah I just you had Mac you had Devontae Smith you had Jalen Waddle yeah you had all of these guys on Alabama and every time I watched Alabama play I said Najee Harris is the most important player on this team yeah he's I felt good. that every time they played because of what he could do he averaged like what felt like nine yards of carry. He felt has, like they were second and one every time, and then they yeah. just throw it to Devontae Smith, and Devontae Smith would get all the credit. Devontae Smith is incredible. I'm not taking anything away. But Najee Harris is, yeah, I called it, and I'm stoked that he's doing well. Oh, that's good. Alabama record for rush yards, right? Yeah. The school leader? I think so. That's great. So, But, I mean, back to the Steelers, though, I just, I don't trust Big Ben. I mean, I dare say they are the third best team in the AFC North. And they lost to the Bengals already, so they could be the worst team in the AFC North. Yeah, that's because the, granted, Bengals, that's the Bengals are fetching good. Granted, the uh, the AFC North is probably one of the best divisions in football, but 
Anyways, Steelers tier four, they are a wild card team at best. For the Titans, uh, they have been very, very inconsistent, and I think it's hard. I don't like their defense at all, and I'm not trying to brag, but I think I kind of called this. I mean, I was like, hey, they have rookie corners mixed with corners who have been in the league for like 12 years. Like, how is this going to work out? Plus, they, I mean, Harold Landry has been a good pass rusher, but on top of that, like, they don't really have anybody else. But the biggest thing for them is A.J. Brown and Julio Jones has been a massive disappointment. Uh, I mean, they both missed that one week against the Jets, but even when they've been on the field together, it's not like it's been anything crazy. Yeah. Aside from Derrick Henry, I don't think this team has a lot going for them. I love Julio Jones, yeah. and I love that, that all of you know the people who are in the NFL – Right, Larry, the Larry Fitzgeralds, the DeAndre Hopkins, all of them recognize that Julio Jones is one of the best receivers to ever do it. Yeah. And, you know, still a top receiver. I just want to see it. I know. When was the last time he had a 150-yard game? Yeah, well, last year, I think, probably. Did he? Probably. I think he's... He only played, like, four games last year. I think he played nine. <laughs> okay, well, still. <laughs> barely half the season. I'm just saying, like, I just want... Yeah, it's hard. I mean, the bottom line is... I want to see one of those games. And this is what it's getting to. I mean, I started really, really watching football in 2011. That's when Von Miller was drafted. Same draft as Julio Jones, J.J. Watts, Mm -hmm. A.J. Green, Patrick Peterson. I mean, Hall of Fame guys. The reality is, is just the time comes. And it's crazy because, you know... That's 2011. Tom Brady was literally drafted 11 years before that. (laughs) Time comes for some people. Not all, but some. Yeah, it's just the time comes. And Julio, he, like you said, one of the best to ever do it. It's very, very rare talent. It's just, I think maybe that's why the Falcons were so comfortable with letting him go. Uh, It just didn't work out very well. Yeah, it it just wasn't there anymore. Anyway, so... I still love A.J. Brown, and I still think that they can be a lethal receiving threat. We also have to remember who's throwing them the ball. So I guess all of this to say I'm just not surprised that they're just still giving Derrick Henry 35 touches a game yeah. because the dude is a, the dude is a freight train. <laughs> I, like, I am so blown away every time I see him. It's unreal. Nobody... I don't think there's ever been anybody, and I'm, I'm saying this with obviously not having a lot of years of watching NFL under my belt. Yeah. I've never in my lifetime never seen somebody who makes everybody else literally look small. Yeah. Every time he's on the field, he, like, runs through the lineman, and the lineman looks small as he runs past well, them. Cause he's it doesn't freaking, make any freaking sense. He's in the body of an edge rusher, but he's a running back. Yeah, so I look at Aaron Donald, and I'm like, yeah, he's huge. But then you, like, see him going against an offensive tackle, and it's like, oh, yeah, nice battle. Every time I see Derrick Henry run, every single person looks smaller than he does. It's crazy, and it's just hard. Like, you're the other team. You're going against the Titans. You know they're giving it to Derrick Henry on 45% of the plays. All you have to do is tackle Derrick Henry. But you can't. And you can't. (laughs) It's like the silliest thing in the world. Well, what's funny to me is, like, this is Derrick Henry's, what, sixth year? Dude, I... Something like... Basically, what I'm trying to say is the tight, 
Derrick Henry was not Derrick Henry for the first couple years of his career because the Titans just did not feed him the ball. Yeah. And it's it's so weird to me. Like, it wasn't last year. It was the year before. So, basically, long story short, the Titans were playing Denver, and Denver shut them out. That's when they benched Marcus Mariota and put Ryan Tannehill in. Yeah. And that's when it started clicking. Like, that's when Derrick Henry kind of took over and started becoming, like, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. And it's just weird, like, he's 6'4", 250. Why are you not giving him the ball every play? And now they are, and look what's happening. And Well, yeah, I mean, and he's just fast. Like, uh, oh, yeah. he has jump cuts and, and every move you can imagine for a running back. I think when he retires, he's going to – I don't know if there's even a stat on this. I'm sure there is. There's a stat for everything. I'm sure when he retires, he's going to have the single highest usage rate for a non-quarterback. Yeah. I don't know if there will be anybody who's who touches the ball as much as Derrick Henry did, like per you know, per snaps. Derrick Henry is a beast. Um, unfortunately the rest of the Titans are not, so they are stuck in tier four. Now moving on to tier four, uh, these are the teams on the rise, and these are basically the guys that are gonna be fighting for the playoff spots. This is where I had Miami, Denver, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Patriots. So it was already a pretty stacked list. Starting with Miami, I think they've been one of the biggest disappointments all year. They won 10 games last year, but now they are 1-4 to start off the season. Uh, Tua is hurt currently. Jacoby Brissett went out against the Buccaneers. But even when Tua was playing, man, he was bad. So I don't really have much to say about these guys besides they're going to be pushing hard for Deshaun Watson. Tier five for the for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much all you can say is you need a quarterback. Yeah. You have a lot of good personnel. You have a, like, some good skill guys. Your defense was good last year. Not sure what's going on this year, but you need if they get Deshaun Watson, they're going to be a scary team. That's crazy. That would be fun. <laughs> the Chargers, meanwhile, I know you've been waiting for this one. <laughs> they have been uber impressive. Uh, Justin Herbert is somehow even better than he was last year, and people were blown away last year. There's uh, no way they haven't been the most impressive team to you this year. I think they have been the biggest surprise. Like, as far as, like... How good they were actually going to be. Yeah, like, whoa, these guys are going to be... Like, I came in... I mean, we did our pre... Our uh, win totals, and I said 11 games. And now it's looking like they're probably going to win 13 or 14. Yeah. So I think as far as, like, these guys are doing way better than I thought they were, they're probably the biggest first, biggest surprise for sure. Um, they, they look good against the Browns, really, really good, but they gave up 250 yards on the ground. I mean, it is the Browns, but the Browns... Everybody's going to give up 250 yards to the Browns. Nah, that is not... Maybe 200, not 200. <laughs> <laughs> Still, doesn't matter. So my biggest... 150 yards per back. Per back, that is Kareem insane. Hunt, Nick Chubb, 150 yards apiece and two touchdowns. That is not that happening every <laughs> week. That should not That's be the it. blueprint for the Browns. So, me and, so Parker saw this before we recorded, and he's mad I don't have them in Tier 1. Basically, I, I'm just being nitpicky. Number one, it's only been five weeks. I'm not going to have them jump from Tier 4 to 1 in only five weeks. If we if we do this again mid season and they're keeping it up, then I'll give it to them. Uh, Nit pick point number two, Brandon Staley is still a rookie head coach. I mean, so far he's worked out. 
but I just feel like the Chargers have had horrible, horrible luck over the last few years. And we'll say like Chargers gonna Charger, you know, they always find ways to be really, really good and then shoot themselves in the foot. Admittedly, that hasn't happened yet this year, but I just, I feel like it's coming. But I mean, anyway, tier two is definitely not a bad spot to be in. These guys could potentially win this AFC West division over the Chiefs. Uh, they will. They should be 5-0. and And you look at the guys that they beat. They lost to the Cowboys on the last second field goal. Yeah. Um, they beat the Washington football team in week one. Lost to the Cowboys in week two in the last second field goal. They beat the Chiefs. Then they beat the Raiders, who were playing really good. Were. Were. And then they beat the Browns. Yeah. So those, Who are also a, a top team. Not a shabby set of opponents. Right. So I saying. get that you're saying... That it's only five weeks in, but, but you got to look at who they beat. No, yeah, it's it's amazing. And it's more impressive than the Bills roster, Bills schedule. Yes, but the Bills have shutouts. Well, I'm with you, but I'll, <laughs> let's see if the Bills can shut out the Raiders. Uh, let's look at this. Or do the Browns. They, do they play each other? Oh, that would be sick. Oh, I'm looking. I have their schedule pulled up right now. Yeah, no, they don't play the. They Bills. They do not play the Bills. They will be playing in the AFC Championship game though. Correct. <laughs> uh, no, this is a dang good football team, and I'm super impressed with what Justin Herbert has become. And it's even better because there were a lot of people who were pretty cool on him. I mean, like, Josh Allen, just an example, coming out of college, people had a reason to be like, hey, I don't know if you should draft him first round. Like, he was incredibly inaccurate coming out of college. Yeah, five picks against Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Justin Herbert people were kind of, like, unwarranted in their criticism. Their main thing was just, like, I don't know if he's that good. And it's, like, why? And it's, like, because he's, yeah. I don't know. like Because no, he hasn't done that much. Oregon kind of underachieved, so on and so forth. And the main thing was because Tua. Yeah. And so it's just awesome to see Justin Herbert really, really, really just playing out of his mind every week. He's been great. So tier it's, two it's, for... It's pretty unprecedented. Yeah. And I think that... I think that a good, like, example for those listeners who don't necessarily watch a ton of football, look at what the hype was surrounding all of the rookie quarterbacks coming into this season, right? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was predicted to be, I mean, one of the greatest prospects of all time yeah. as far as being a good NFL quarterback, and look at how he's panning out. What Justin Herbert did in his rookie year and now in, this, in his sophomore season is unreal. Nobody does it. Nobody comes in that young, that fresh in the NFL, and excels like he is. He was he had I I don't remember the number. I think he had like four or five four hundred yard games his rookie year. Yeah, that's insane. Four hundred yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. So the last thing that I'm gonna end on with Justin Herbert is Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Well, he won an MVP his first year as a starter. Won a Super Bowl his second year as a starter. Do you think Herbert? Can well, I mean, he didn't win MVP last year. He is on track to be in the race this year. Do you think he can win a Super Bowl this year? A, a Super Bowl is going to be tough. I do think that that they could do it though. I think that I don't know. I was just really, really impressed with their game yesterday. And like I said, I watched the whole thing, and so oh, yeah, I know a lot about the Chargers, and I guess there's a lot of recency bias as well. But 
the one thing that we haven't even mentioned is freaking Austin Eckler is one of the best backs in the league right now. He plays like he's Derrick Henry's size. Yeah. He's 75 pounds small. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. And then you have Mike Williams, who's just catching touchdowns at an unreal rate. And then Six in six games, I believe. Yeah. Right? And then you haven't even mentioned literally their best receiving threat in Keenan Allen. Yeah. And he's it's just... ridiculous. It's just... It, yeah, it's they crazy. got a lot going for them. Um, but so that yeah, all be, that being said, the Bills have still been the best team in the league through six weeks. Five the, weeks. The, the Chargers are worth keeping up on. So let's see. Next we have, oh, the Broncos. So they started off 3-0, and um, and then they had just two awful, ugly losses in a row to the Ravens and the Steelers, respectively. And so those two losses, I'll say they've made one thing apparent, and that is they need to clean house after this year. Uh, they got a new GM before the season, George Payton, but they kept the coaching staff. That's Vic Fangio as the head coach, and then uh, Pat Shermer as the offensive coordinator. And they've just been awful. I mean, especially in those two losses, it's pretty clear that's what's holding them back. I'm not kidding. They consistently run the ball on second and long. Like, it was second and 14 and they run, like, to the three to the three hole. Like, yeah. why? It, it makes zero sense to me setting up a third and long with Teddy Bridgewater. Right. So that in itself is stupid. And then it's like, oh, Vic Fangio's supposed to be this defensive mastermind, but then yesterday he had Von Miller, a Hall of Fame edge rusher, in coverage against Chase Claypool on a play. And it's like... What is that? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I, it's They have a rough stretch of games coming up. They play the Raiders, and they're going to play the Browns, and then they're going to play, I think, the Chargers in there. Uh, so, yeah, it's rough. I'm, I'm just going to keep them in Tier 4 for now. I haven't seen enough to knock them down into a lower tier. Um, I, haven't, I definitely haven't seen enough to put them up a tier. I, I think fighting for a playoff spot right now is their ceiling. But from an outside unbiased perspective, yeah. They should probably go down to tier. To tier five? With the Dolphins and Patriots? Yeah. The only thing I, I, I really did consider it, the only thing was just how dominant they were in their three wins. Yeah. I mean, I know they were against bad teams, but same thing, like they shut out the Jets. Yeah. No, I'm with you, but at the, no by the same time, yeah. now you got a bunch of injuries. You right. have less skilled guys. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is trying to do more with less, and that's never good. Trust me, I know. It, and it it's and it's hard. Your defense is still great, but as as we were talking, defense doesn't win games anymore. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's all gonna come down to how they do against the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers, which is yeah. not looking very good right now. Yeah. So, I mean, by midseason, they very well could be in Tier 5. It's just, man, Vic Fangio has really, really pissed me off over the last two weeks, and I don't know. It sucks. Maybe you're in the same spot. Dude, (laughs) I Because Mike Zimmer's a defensive-minded head coach, and our defense sucks, and I hate his play calling. It's like, what is the point of having this defensive coach if your defense is not performing how they should? Like, I get that Big Ben has done great things in his career. I get that the Steelers have a very good receiving core, but giving up 27 points, like, you're supposed to be a top five, top three defense. Like, you shouldn't be giving up 27 points against a a 90-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) 
Um, you're the guy who can't even get out of the pocket. Yeah, so I get the loss to the Ravens because Lamar Jackson, but against the Steelers, like, it was bad. Um, anyways, yeah, that's it for the Broncos. The Raiders, they made a splash. They started off 3-0. They beat the Ravens in overtime in week one. But now, unfortunately for them, they are in the news for all the wrong reasons. John Gruden said some pretty messed up stuff. Well, it came out that he said that 10 years ago. It's not He didn't just say it, but I mean, regardless, I think that kind of took over the Raiders' locker room, and I think that's a big part in why they lost to the Bears yesterday. Um, I don't think they're a horrible football team. I don't think they are any better than any of the other teams in Tier 4, so I'm going to keep them in Tier 4 for now. But we'll see if this uh, if this locker room issue continues to kind of bring them down to earth. Yeah, I mean, they, they just should have lost that game. The Bears are bad. Yeah, the Bears are really bad. And everybody knows that the Bears are bad. Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah, the Raiders shouldn't have lost that game. And that's uh, pretty much all you can say. The Chargers one is fine, right? Like, the Chargers are really good. But the Bears, you have to, you have to beat the Bears. Yeah. So an important game coming up next week, man, for both teams. Yeah, yeah that'll be – and those games are always gritty, division, rivalry. They play the Broncos next week, by the way. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. Uh, it, it's just such a nasty rivalry. But anyways, uh, the last last team that I had in Tier 4 over the summer, it was the Patriots, and they may have been a little too hyped up after that massive free agency haul because right now, like, absolutely none of those guys – are producing on offense and it, it's just been awful and part of that is mac jones i mean he's got this amazing completion percentage for the same time he doesn't throw it farther than five yards but i well, i don't know what's funny is the guy you hated on the most was matthew judah <laughs> he's been their only good signing. I know, and I was gonna he's write been a that. Stud. I was gonna write that down and call him the guy in the red sleeves. Yeah, that's yeah, because that's what Donald said. Him. But uh, yeah, that's cr- That's funny that you bring that up because I really did not like the Matt Judon signing. But like you said, he's been performing best yeah. defensive players. So he's actually been one of the best defensive players in the league. I yeah, think he's up there in in most sacks through five weeks. But no, I'm with you, right? It's it's. It's hard. I, I'd probably bump them down to Tier 5 just because they just haven't shown anything. They almost lost to the Texans, and the Texans don't even know what they are. I mean, granted, Davis yeah. Mills had, like, a perfect QBR through, like, a quarter and a half for some reason. But, you no, know, it's, it's – It's rough. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's like they don't know who they are and dealing with some injuries. And then, yeah, no, Mac Jones I, has a great completion percentage, but that's because he throws it sideways. Right, it's easy to have a good completion percentage I, when I you're checking hope, down to Damian Harris. Yeah, I would every hope other that he's completing eighty percent of his passes. Yeah, if you know when they're six yard passes. Yeah, yeah. I have right here their biggest highlight of the season will be almost beating the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. And so, a, yeah. a, a missed fifty four yard field goal in the rain. Definitely down to tier five for them. Uh, so. Tier 5, I actually didn't have a Tier 5 for the AFC in my original article. Um, I do now because there's a little more separation between, like, who's good enough to maybe compete for a playoff spot and who's not. Like, like the, the Dolphins and Patriots, I don't want to call them, like, the worst teams in the AFC, but they're definitely not good enough to fight for a playoff spot. So that's what the Tier 5 is for. Um, 
Over to tier six, this is where I put the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Jets, and the Texans to begin the season. And we talked about the Chargers being one of the, you know, biggest surprises. I totally forgot about the Bengals. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, like I said, I had them as one of the worst teams in the entire league. Now they're 4-1, and one, and their only loss is being an overtime loss to the Packers. That's not true. 3-2. Uh, three 3-2. And two. Three and two. Yeah. Now but they're, still. They're 3-2. and two. But they should have They should have beat the Bears. Yeah, they should have. Should have lost to the Vikings, should have beat the Bears. Right. <laughs> I mean, basically, though, Joe Burrow just looks... He looks good. I yeah. mean, he's not as impressive as, like, as Justin Herbert. He doesn't have the wow plays, but he is still a franchise quarterback. I think, you know, five years, he's going to be a top-ten quarterback. And I agree. The, the whole Jamar Chase experiment sucks because Joe Burrow's still getting hammered, but, hey, Jamar Chase has five touchdowns in five games, so that's working. And on top of that, their defense only play, is Only other player to ever, I just saw a stat, only other player to ever do that. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. That's insane. To have five touchdowns in their first five games. Well, and it's just, it's cool because, like, Justin Jefferson being teammates with Jamar Chase on LSU, Justin Jefferson, you know. Breaking all these rookie records. Breaking Randy Moss's records, and then Jamar Chase is doing it too. Like, that's that's special, man. Uh, And that team was so good. (laughs) That that team was amazing. Uh, So, yeah, it's just the Bengals, man, up to tier four for them. Uh, the Jags, they continue to be winless through five weeks. Urban Meyer needs to be... Wait, you say the Bengals are up to Tier 4? Yeah. You think they're better than Tier 4? I don't remember what Tier 3 was. Tier 3 is, like, division winners. Like, teams with concerns. Like, they could make a deep playoff run, but they have major questions. No way the Bengals could make a deep playoff run. <laughs> The only thing that confuses me, and I guess doesn't confuse me, but, and I have like kind of different thoughts about it, but the Packers are supposed to be an NFC giant, right? Right. Like the Packers are one of the top teams in the NFC. They're one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Like if, they if, if were. Ever, well, yeah, they were. And they've disappointed this year, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is everybody says how good the Packers are. Right. And the Bengals should have won that game. I think I see what you're saying. I think that has to do more with... I mean, yes, the Bengals put up a good fight. I think that has to do more with the Packers not being as good as everybody expected them to be versus the Bengals being, like, a legit contender. If they can... Okay, so these are... Week 10, they have their bye. Okay. So their next four games, if they can go 4-1, and 3-1, and one, sorry, they're going to be... They have a good possibility of making a deep playoff run. They play the Lions next week. The only thing that, W. The only thing with that is they're in the same division as the as the uh, Ravens and Browns. Are you telling me the Bengals? They play the Lions next week. They play the Ravens in two weeks. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. No, they always the AFC North games are very very. They good. play the Jets. That's a W. Easy. Then they play the Browns. Right. So the two. If they can go games, three and one. Right, they have to they have to beat either the Ravens or the Browns, like you were just saying in yeah. their division. Yeah, yeah. Then it's a possibility. I mean, they would definitely. I'm. I'd be blown away and completely wrong. But I. I I'm so saying it. I'm saying it. We'll talk about it when we get more to the like the wrap up after we finish discussing the next couple teams. So. 
the Jags through five weeks they're winless. Um, Urban Meyer, he just he needs to be fired like this second. <laughs> I don't know why he is still there. Jeez. Like even before all the stuff that came out last weekend, like he has just been such a distraction there and such a, a bad thing for the culture. And he's like literally ruining ruining Trevor Lawrence as we speak. Like he is a a cancer to that locker room. I hate everything that he's done. Um, they're awful. The Jets, or you got anything to say? <laughs> you like Urban Meyer? I mean, I don't know where this straight hate is coming from. Because he did not ride back with the team after a loss, which, number one, that never, ever happens. Yeah. Like, you're the head coach. Take responsibility and ride back with your team. And he pulled the whole, oh, I just wanted to see some people in Ohio. Family. Some family in Ohio. Clearly, he wasn't with family. You don't know what he was doing. I mean, maybe he had a whole other day to go have Sunday dinner with his wife. He probably did. Which was, what did he do the night before, Parker? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Some young kids got him drunk, (laughs) pulled him out onto the dance floor. All I'm saying is you look at, for example... Joe Burrow, and he has been successful throughout his first two seasons because he happened to land in a coach that is somewhat capable of using him. Somewhat, you know, he's 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 developing the right way. I mean, Zach Taylor, whether I mean, obviously he's not that great of a coach, but he's at least committed to developing Joe Burrow into the talent that he can be. You look at Urban Meyer and, like, everything that's happened in the last six months with him, like, the whole bringing in Tebow, the whole... There was those rumors about him, like, wanting to quit after two weeks because they had such ugly losses. Uh, it's like, I just don't feel like Urban okay, Meyer's but you, committed. That's fine. And I and that's fair. And for, the, the cancer to a locker room, it's just speculation. It's hard to say. But right. you can't look at me and tell me that he's a bad football coach. No, he's definitely not a bad football coach. And I know that coaching best. college is different than coaching the NFL. Yeah. Everybody knows that. But, I mean, I think it's – I think that we wouldn't be doing – we would be doing him an injustice and the success that he's had to say that if he didn't stay here for another year, that the, that the wins wouldn't come. I think right. I think that he's a good enough football coach that he can win games. I think so too, and I think like I brought up Zach Taylor. Is Urban Meyer a better football coach than Zach Taylor? Yes, not even a question. But as far as what's going on right now in Jacksonville, just for Trevor Lawrence's sake, the last thing I would hate to see is a talent like Trevor Lawrence ruined because the media just cares about what the coach is doing. The media is just talking about what's going on with Urban Meyer. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I just barely was listening to a podcast right before this, actually. Kevin Clark on the Rosillo podcast. And he had a really good take, so I'm going to give him credit for it. But he was like, when Urban Meyer got the head coaching job, Kevin Clark was saying, I was really hoping that he was going to come in and be an X's and O's kind of head coach. Right? Yeah. He's a scheming head coach. And then he went and spent two weeks with Bill Belichick, and he was like, never mind. I'm going to be a culture coach. I'm going to adopt the Patriots way. Right. And that just isn't who Urban Meyer is. Right. Right? And then he just, like, got addicted to this thing that I'm going to be a culture guy. I think that's a big reason why he brought in Tim Tebow, because Tim Tebow's a big culture guy. Yeah. Right? And that's not who he is as a coach. Who he is as a coach is X's and O's. He's outsmarting other coaches. But at the same time, it's really hard to do that when 
you know that your talent is going to be just lesser than other other coaches. Yeah, that's true. So the Jags, I mean, 0-5, let's look at the rest of their schedule. How many games do you think the Jags have to win this year to keep Urban Meyer? Or do you think they shouldn't even consider firing him after one year? Yeah, I mean, I, in my opinion, I wouldn't consider firing him just because I, I don't know. I don't think that a year is enough time to, if you want to, even if you want to be a culture coach, I don't think that a year is enough time to establish a culture. Yeah. And two, I just, yeah, I think that it's going to take you longer to figure out a win with your team. But So their remaining games. I think, I, I think if he even gets two wins, he'll, he'll be in good shape. I think they can beat the Dolphins, if I'm being honest, next week. Yeah, they have Dolphins, Seahawks, Bills, Colts, 49ers, Falcons, Rams, Titans, Texans, Jets, Patriots, Colts. So realistically, they could probably, they could maybe beat the Dolphins. They could maybe beat the Falcons. They could maybe beat the Jets. They could beat the Texans. They can beat the, the Texans, Texans already, more than they could beat the Falcons. Texans already kicked their butt in week one. Yeah, but. I mean, theoretically, they could turn it around. But I just, I'm super unhappy, basically, with what Urban Meyer's done through five weeks. And I said it already about a different team, but, like, it's a long season. There's still 13 games to turn things around, so maybe Urban Meyer will do that. Uh, I mean, what's funny, though, is, like, we didn't expect them to be good. So, yeah, I guess we're that's, just trashing. that's something. But he doesn't, he doesn't make it easy on them, right? Like, he kind of brought it on himself. Yeah. So... The Jets, uh, they're another team in this bottom tier. They won a close game against the Titans last week. Just pretty bad all around. I mean, Jamison Crowder has been a good slot receiver since he got back. Corey Davis has been a stud. Corey Davis is good. I freaking love Corey Davis. Do you? Yeah. I don't know why. I. He was on the Titans, right? He was on the Titans last year, and I firmly believe that the only reason he had a good year is because he was playing across oh, the Oh, yeah, you told me that. But I, mean, I firmly believe the other way. Really? I, well, I, look at what A.J. Brown's done this year. <laughs> yeah, look at what Corey Davis is doing. Right? So, so maybe it was the other way. <laughs> yeah, the Jets are just a very talent-deficient team. Not much else to say. Same with the Texans. I mean, they were a pleasant surprise in the first couple weeks, but let's not kid ourselves. They're a very, very bad football team. Mark um, Ingram's a stud, though. Yeah. Love that guy. So is uh, Brandon Cooks sometimes. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I want him on my fantasy team. <laughs> so, to recap, my new tiers. Tier 1, I have Buffalo, and that's it. The Buffalo Bills. Tier mm. 2, I have the Ravens and the Chargers. Tier 3, I have the Browns and the Chiefs. Tier 4, I have the Titans, the Steelers, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Colts, and the Bengals. Tier 5, I have the Dolphins and the Patriots. Tier 6, I have the Jags, the Jets, and the Texans. So one thing I want to point out, let's say Buffalo, Baltimore, Los Angeles, and Tennessee win their divisions. That's four playoff spots. That's three spots to go to the Browns, the Chiefs, and then who else? Is it the Steelers, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Colts, or the Bengals? (laughs) I think you know who it is. You're going to say the Bengals. I mean, I don't know. I like the Bengals as much as I like the Raiders. I think the Raiders would be the other team there. Ooh. Not even the Colts? No, I think the Colts would be Tier 5. 
Really? The Colts have looked so bad. They have they so really many injuries. Have, yeah. They can't move the ball and they can't stop anybody. That's true. Titans uh, are even worse. Steelers, their quarterback can't get out of the pocket. Well, what sucks, somebody has to win that division. Either the Titans or the Colts are winning that division. I mean, it's not going to be the Jacks or the Texans. So one of those teams has to win the division. That's true. It's like It'll probably be the Colts. I would take the Colts. You would take the Colts over the Titans? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Derrick Henry's so good, though. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see tonight when the they Colts They lost to the freaking Jets. But they were playing without their top two receivers. It's the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nobody loses to the Jets. I know. Yeah, so it's going to be tough. Uh, and I said this a little bit about the NFC. Like, they're just gonna be, it's going to be a dogfight for that last oh, playoff spot, so really. Fun. Unless maybe Kansas City keeps flopping and maybe they just completely fall out of the playoff race. But, Which would be wild. Yeah, that would be cool for me. Um, that's a. I didn't even consider the Brown or the Bengals a surprise playoff team until today, and you might have me a little convinced. I think it has a lot to do with recency bias, and I feel like I'm going to regret saying it. But from what I've seen, I don't. I don't know why not. I mean, oh, Joe Burrow's getting hit, but not as much as he was his rookie year. Yeah, but they're protecting him a decent amount. Their I defense has a bunch of dogs. Trey Hendrickson is a stud. And I like do. So since you sacks. brought him up, I'm going to call myself out for being wrong on him. And, I mean, lots of people said it. Like, he was on the Saints, and he had, like, double-digit sacks, I think. Yeah. With the but Saints. because he's playing across from Right. Lots of people said he's um, playing opposite of Cam Jordan. Cam and Jordan. it's a scheme thing. And then he got the bag in free agency, and everybody was like, oh, this dude's going to suck. Everybody, including me. And he's playing very, very good football. So, good job, Trey Hendrickson. Uh, he looks great, man. Good job, good job, uh, Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Very, very good yep. pair of safeties over there. Yeah. Von Bell hits hard, dude. Yeah, he does. Every time, like, every time during that game, because I was kind of flipping back and forth, but every time, like, Devontae Adams coming across the middle or A.J. Dillon, like, gets a little bit of space, like, and then he just gets hit so hard, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that guy just got blown up. Bomb no. every time, dude. Yeah, he's the one that uh, knocked Juju out last year. Yes. In that clip that uh, Bengals fans, every single Bengals fan, I swear, has that video saved on their phone. <laughs> like, it's fun. I'll see them fight on Twitter with Steelers fans, and it's always, boom, that video. Like, it'll be a thread, and, like, seven people will post yeah. that video. It's just funny. But. The Bengals beat the Steelers, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge win. That's it a big is. rivalry. I mean, they beat the Steelers last year twice, or once at least. Oh, after the... Yeah. In the Steelers slump? Yeah. Well, yeah, they went like, what, one and six in their last seven or whatever? Yes. Yeah. But anyways, I, that kind of wrap, wraps things up. Um, I guess I can compare... So I have my tiers from last week saved, so I can do like an overall tier. Yeah. So, overall, Tier 1 is the Buccaneers and the Bills and the Rams. Tier 2 mm. is the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Chargers. Tier 3, Seahawks, Packers, 49ers, Cowboys, Browns, Chiefs. Tier 4. Okay, the Seahawks are out. Yeah, Seahawks, I would say, are down to Tier 4 yeah. now. Tier 4, I had the Vikings, Panthers, Titans, Steelers, Broncos, Raiders, Colts, Bengals. Those are basically all the wild card teams. Yeah. Tier 5, Saints, Eagles, 
Dolphins, Patriots, and I dare say I might be willing to move the Eagles up to Tier 4. They've been pretty impressive. They have been. And then Tier 6, Chicago, Atlanta, Detroit, New York Giants, Jags, New York Jets, and the Texans. As much as it pains me to say it, and I really don't want to say this, but eventually, like, you have to give the Bears credit for at least winning games. Who'd they beat? They beat the Raiders, Raiders, but that's different. Why? Because the Raiders (laughs) Raiders looked really good. (laughs) And they couldn't do anything on offense against the Bears defense. But we've always said this. The Raiders always look really good, and then they flop. That's just their thing. They have to flop against somebody. I mean, the Bears beat the freaking But still, they could be five. They could be. I bet they win more games than the Patriots do. Mm. The Patriots are good. That is a discussion for next episode. (laughs) That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been great so far. I'm having a lot of fun this year. So uh, we'll catch you next Tuesday. This is CD Sports. <laughs>